Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, 404. So at 430, John Mozalak will be introducing our newest pitcher. And uh, we will be carrying that live for you on KMOX. And then once he's done, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 20, we will take it up from there. I'll hand it over to Wheeler and uh, he'll take your phone calls. We can talk about all that stuff doing the Sweet 16 of like uh, Dave and Buster arcade game kind of things. And uh, Rachel, let's just go with you. Okay. Um, I think it's Andrew's turn. Yeah, I know. Okay. Let's go with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was thinking, honorable mention, because we already have a couple of similar games, but that big giant space invaders that Kevin and I played at the uh, That's great. Con- uh, holiday party a couple Sport, years ago. Yeah, right down the... Uh, that was, that was extremely Sports cute. And, yeah, How because, about? Sports <laughs> because remember, was Andrew was like, I'm scared. And we were like, like, there's nothing scared. to be scared about. Yeah, I was like, this is kind of terrifying, Kevin. Let's go. And you're like, there's nothing to be scared about. Don't be weak. I still have that on my phone somewhere. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> uh, I will say, how about DDR? Dance Dance Revolution. That's fun. Hmm. Yeah. I love that game. Never played that. Haven't played there. it recently, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was a younger man. Wheels. Uh, let's see. I don't know how deep I want to go, but my favorite arcade game when I was a kid at the at the bowling alleys and the malls was Zaxxon. It's a space shuttle looking thing, and you're blowing things up. It's almost like the uh, the run at the end of Star Wars where you're blowing up the... Uh, the, uh, what do you call it? Death Star? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that on there even though it'll lose. I'm sorry, what's it called? Zaxxon. I Not a good sign when no, you have to great. say, how's that spelled? Yeah. Z-A-X-X-O-N, the greatest. Bridge. Okay. Um, Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Call. I found that very uh, <clears throat> anxiety producing. Oh, yeah. And the way that, like, the in all those old video games, the way mm-hmm. the, like, music speeds up mm-hmm. and stuff. It's yep. like, um, this is a, so the Glover kids and I spent a ton of time at Dave and Buster's and you know, the, the light tower where you win a certain amount of tickets. Yes. Yeah. Phoebe Glover is like the children of the corn. <laughs> <laughs> she would stand there and nickel back me up on this. She would stand there and watch it. And then her eyes would like roll back in her head. <laughs> and I'm telling you. She hit the jackpot more often than not. <laughs> That's awesome. Which meant I got to go to Purgatory, otherwise known as the prize room at Dave and Buster's. Yep. Oh my God, have I spent <laughs> I spent lifetimes there. I got married, I had other kids, I got divorced. I mean, it was just watching Phoebe and her friends go like, What about this eraser top? No, what about this? <laughs> and it just never 
Stopped. It never stopped. There were f- she would have so many tickets. She could buy cars. <laughs> well, there were fewer things that you had to like get serious about more than picking your prize at a place like that. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty rare opportunity that you're gonna, you mm-hmm. know, pass up on that like stuffed Pokemon or something. Oh, no, they didn't. Gotta- and the they answer didn't. Yeah. The answer is always the little uh, army guys with the parachutes that you could like whip off the roof mm. and they float down. Those things were so good. Um. I think it's Dave's turn. Mm-hmm. Nope, I just went ticket thing. Oh, all oh, right. Um, oh, oh, right. No, sorry. Is it me then, or is sure. it? Yeah, okay. Um, one of your favorites, Dave. I'm glad you didn't name it, but that old track and field game with yeah, the spinning ball. I have it. Oh, you. No, no, no. I have it on my list. Oh, I'm like you. I mean, you but have not invited me over. When and you I did, when I did the list today, and I saw one of those, I'm like, mm. <laughs> Cyber Monday, Dave. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting how to spell, so this this bracket is going to look insane okay. when you get it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Forgot about I before E, except after C. <laughs> what you got? Um, is it my turn now? Sure, why not? Uh, Tetris? I don't know if that... Was that an arcade game? Yeah. I, I just kind of took a it stab. It was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll put it up against Galaga. <laughs> <laughs> how many do we need? Are we really... We need one, two, three... Three? Three. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I'm, okay. You're, you're having trouble with emphasis today. I'm adjusting need, after returning from Thanksgiving break. Let's see, we need break. one, two, three. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, That's how normal it. humans say it. <laughs> yep. Throw them out. What's the problem here? Let's uh, take Tetris off. Um, How about uh, Golden Tea? Yeah. Oh, that's a money one. Yeah, good mm-hmm. call. Really good. Good call. What about uh, one of the billiards games? Does that count? Sure. I would put the darts maybe as all over like billiards. If it, if it's like a billiard hall game, that was a stupid thing I said. <laughs> I'm just going to put down billiards and it's whatever it means to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the catch-all. <laughs> all that stuff. Oh, oh my one. God. They had this at uh, Rosie's Place, a, a bar I, I loved uh, in my youth in the West End. And it's the shuffleboard bowling. You with me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is so fun. Yeah, yeah. shuffleboard rules. Um, I, I, There's the one we used to play upstairs, Rach. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The regular shuffleboard thing. Maybe, maybe a catch-all because there's a million of kinds of these. But the driving simulators, the yeah. racing yes. games. Yeah. I had that on my way. You said yeah. the big chair. Yeah. You get the wheel and the pedal. Oh, it's I mean, so there's cool. like there's literally hundreds of the varieties of the games, but I think we just categorize them all the same. They used to have that at a place called uh, <clears throat> Lou Brock's. It, which was in the uh, the lower level of St. Louis Center back when there were humans downtown. And it was huge, bigger than Dave & Buster's, nicer than Dave & Buster's, and they had those games with their motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God. And you're like leaning. Yes. Oh, I love that. So good. Okay, here we go. Uh, arcade games, Papa Shot versus Pac-Man. Oh, ooh. Ooh, that's Papa a one shot. seed versus Papa. a one seed. Papa Shot. Skee-Ball versus Zaxxon with two X's. Dang it. Ski-ball. I'm going to vote for Zaxxon, but I didn't want to lose. Ski moves on. Air hockey versus the track and field game. Track and field. Hawk. Hockey. Uh, yeah, I, I do like them both. Uh, House of the Dead, shoot the zombies versus the ticket jackpot. Ticket jackpot. House, house uh, zombies. House oh, dead. Other zombies. Uh, Roger Brand. Ticket jackpot. There you go. I love spending time in those places making decisions on plastic whistles and yo-yos. We've all been there, right? We all yeah. have it. Uh, 
I'll say this about Dave & Buster's. The food is great. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Really good food. Uh, Galaga versus Golden Tea. Ooh. Golden the, Tea. The tea. Galaga. Yeah, Golden Tea. The Plow. Mm-hmm. On Twitter. Yes. It has a real guy a real guy job, but I think he makes as much money or more. Uh, every night he goes to this same bar and he plays Golden Tea professionally. Yeah. He's, a, he does he's in like the top ten in the world. He does like tournaments. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Uh, the claw machine versus whatever billiards means to you. <laughs> claw machine. Yeah. Claw machine. Claw. Especially when it's candy, because then the claw usually, you know how sometimes it's like this claw isn't grabbing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a scam. With the candy, it generally picks it up. I get a You're really roll. making me laugh yeah. today. This <laughs> claw. You say a lot of goofy things, but then you just said that like you're on Meet the Press. You know, <laughs> this claw. Yeah, those times you're like this claw ain't grabbing. Point anything. of parliamentary procedure. This claw. Nothing. Asteroids versus the shuffleboard bowling. Ooh. Asteroids. Bowling. Asteroids. I'm going to go with asteroids because it's the only game like that I've ever played. <laughs> so uh, DDR, Dance Dance, right? Dance Dance Revolution. Versus the driving games. Driving games. Oh, got to be driving games. Yeah, driving. There's your lead eight. Uh, Papa Shot versus Ski Ball. Ooh, Ooh that's tough. But I like Papa, Papa Shot better. Yeah. They're both quality. Mm-hmm. Pop Shot moves on. Air hockey versus the Tower of Tickets. Air Tower. hockey. Air hockey. Hockey. I would have gone tickets, but <laughs> hockey moves on. <laughs> Golden Tea versus the Claw. Golden hmm. Tea. Hmm. I think. Got to get that rolling thing in there somewhere in one of these final four. I love the Claw, but I think Golden Tea. I think I'm with <laughs> Andrew here and Wheels. The T? The yeah. T moves the on. Oh, Golden T is an OG. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is embarrassing because I've lived a life. I've done some things. I've been some places. When that claw grabs onto what you're looking for and Ooh, delivers baby. it, mm-hmm. that's a top 10 experience. That's a good feeling. Especially if you're getting a stuffed animal and it grabs it by like the tag, just the skin of your teeth, you're getting that thing. You like to live dangerously, don't mm-hmm. you? <laughs> Asteroids versus driving games. Driving, driving games. games. Driving games. Yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> me, me, vroom, vroom. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Dave's so mad. Dave's, Dave's, like, Dave's like, what is happening? Dave's like, new cast, please. <laughs> texting Steve like, I can't take it anymore. Something went wrong during the holidays. There's a, there's a big Rachel red file. Rachel forgot how to it's count. Just, it's it's so just weird. when all of you go bad at once. I didn't go bad. I can, I can take one, even two of you, but when you're all going bad, I like to think there's a big red book in Steve's office, and it's just labeled Sweet 16s Andrew has ruined. (laughs) Uh, Down to the final final four. Time to do our live for uh, Mr. Weber. You want to start it out? Well, I I mean, I'll start with two things. One, the the purchasing process when I bought the Camaro there was simple, easy. I mean, I'd never done this before where I just ordered the car custom-made the way I wanted it. I've just usually bought off the lot, but the world's a little bit different now. Uh, And they explained all that to me, which was great because I got – like the understanding of why it's going to work the way that it is, how long it's going to take, and they nailed every step of the way. But I'll tell you, the last couple of times I've been in has just been for service, and that's been top of the world. I mean, yeah. like first class, you pull in, they take care of you. They're on time when you get there. They're ready for you. They have donuts. It's, they have donuts and coffee while you're waiting. It's done when they say it's going to be done, and it's done right. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, bottom line, Skip is never going to let a DGS uh, listener be mad at him. 
he's he's going to make it right. Okay, final four of best arcade games of all time. Papa Shot versus, I've written Howdy Doody. Air mm. Hockey. Air Hockey. Ooh, Papa Shot. Papa Shot. Wow. In the finals. Golden Tee versus uh, the driving game of your choice. Ooh, man. Go I'm going driving oh, simulators. Man. Driving sims are better. Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. a lot of fun to get the wheel and the pedal. Driving. I mean, I have an actual car, but <laughs> the yeah, wheel and the pedal. He's just like, sit fun. back, See? read a book. He's the best in the biz, isn't <laughs> what, he, people? What makes them better than the real thing, though, is that like, if you accidentally bump into stuff on there, it's okay. Yeah, you can drive crazy. Yeah, you go fast. <laughs> I saw a tweet once. It was this girl being like, I believe you should be able to hit people with your car a little bit. Just a little much. <laughs> 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 it should be fine. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> okay, there's your final best arcade game of all time. Papa Shot versus mm-hmm. the driving game of your choice. Pop. Man. Driving simulator. I'm going to say driving. Uh, Roger Brand, it's up to you. Well, I got Gran Turismo in my basement and oh, Zaxxon, by nice. the way, Kevin. I've got Zaxxon. that one, too. So, yeah. Dude, so I play first, all that stuff. It was the first 3D arcade yeah, game. Yeah, like it's a flying game. Yeah. yeah. It's it's still it's still fun. I still play it. Yep. So, But, uh, yeah, driving games for sure. I've got all that stuff. Roger, isn't there a new movie about how the people went from playing? Yeah, Gran Turismo. Have yeah, you seen it's, it yet? It's the, no, I haven't. I, I hadn't had a chance. But, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, they, they literally had a contest. All, players all over the world, you know, it's an online gaming thing, and they they had a competition, and and the, and the best driver actually got a contract Crazy. to drive a real race car, yeah, yeah and could do it. Yep, yeah, nuts. Uh, okay, so there you go. <clears throat> uh, I forgot what he said. Driving simulators. Driving game. There you go. <laughs> driving game wins. So is a driving game the best arcade game? More than soda is the most addictive thing in life. No, Sody. Sody. All right, soda stays on top. Soda stays. There you go. Uh, reminding you that in about 10 minutes, we're going to carry John Mosaic live. Maybe even our newest uh, starting pitcher will be there as well. We'll have to wait and find out. And then uh, when they finish up with their press conference, we will take your phone calls. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. So exciting day for Cards Nation. 423-DGS, bottom of the hour. Mosaic is going to do a press conference. We... Uh, uh, just found out that Sonny Gray, the new Cardinals pitcher, will be there. So we'll get to hear from him. Yep. And uh, if they don't take the whole half hour between 4.30 and 5, we will take your phone calls. Uh, any thoughts before we go into this? I mean, it's one of the best possible signings that they could have made this offseason. There were only a handful of people that performed at his level last year that are in the free agent market. And they got the guy. I mean, and from their who, perspective. left? Who, who on I mean, that elite list is left? So uh, Blake Snell, who mm-hmm. won the National League Cy Young Award, but Blake Snell is going to be more in the five to seven year range mm-hmm. at about probably, at, at, I mean, they're giving Sonny Gray, according to reports, 25 million a year for three years. So 75 yeah. total, 25 a year. Snell's going to be more than that, and he's mm-hmm. going to be double the length of the contract easy. Not to say that you wouldn't do it. Yeah. It's just that that's a tougher contract to get done because it takes longer, and this one's available now, so you do it now. Anybody left out there who is uh, Sunny Gray level as far as talent and possible contract? <sighs> Probably not. I mean, he's getting shorter length because he's older. You know, he's 34. But he'll be playing next year at age 34. So you're getting ages 34, 35, 36. Most of the free agents that are of the name, like Blake Snell's 31, Eduardo Rodriguez is 31, I think. 
Uh, Jordan Yamamoto, and Jordan Yamamoto, he's a pitcher for the Marlins, but the new guy uh, from Japan, Yamamoto, is 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most free agents are around 30 when they get to this point where they can make the big bucks. Yeah. Um, and Sonny Gray's a little older because he already had that contract, and mm-hmm. now he's wrapping that up. So when you're thinking of lower risk in terms of the amount of money, it's a lower risk in that way. But like, let's say you're signing Blake Snell. Um, and you're getting him for seven years. Well, you're getting him also at age 31, 32, 33 before yeah. you get to that. Yeah. Um, so you're getting the same risk at age, but you're not spending as much money in this case because I think Snell's going to cost more. I mean, like per year, he's going to cost more and longer term. So, Although, devil's advocate, and you have forgotten more about this than I'll ever know, but it's sort of like the housing market. Yeah. That uh, the housing market, the stock market, tends to go up. Very few people yeah. lose money on real estate. So let's say that Snell was available for seven years at $25 million. Probably that would be too low. Let's say he yeah. was. Um, if you wait... Three years, he's going to be worth forty or something crazy. Yeah, the contracts are only going up. You're right. So you look at a deal like, um, like Paul Goldschmidt's, or like, like say when the Cardinals signed Matt Holiday, right? When they signed Matt Holiday, it was like seventeen and a half million a year. It was the biggest contract the Cardinals had ever given out, and it was massive then. Mm-hmm. By the end of the deal, it was run of the mill. Yeah. It was just blah. So yeah, you're right about that. You could end up with a real <clears throat> bargain on yeah. Snell in five years. Look, and if I were picking. If I had my choice, I would rather have Blake Snell because of the age thing. I think Mm -hmm. there's just less risk when you're talking about somebody younger. But at the same time, that player needs to be willing to sign when you're ready to move. True. If Sonny Gray is ready today, you don't pass on Sonny Gray to wait on a maybe. Yeah. So that's the part that makes it a good move because you're locking it up now. And this now that they have Lance Lynn and, and Kyle Gibson, who we didn't talk about, who's a Mizzou guy, who's a very solid kind of back of the rotation, innings eater type guy. Now that you have those three new starting pitchers, you have some freedom. You don't have to be going crazy right now. You can now sit back and play the trade market, yeah. which takes some time. You know what so else? So they've got some <clears throat> flexibility because of that. This is not scientific, but you're going to get it. We played so terribly this year, especially our pitching staff, yep. that the chances of them pitching that poorly again Very are low. pretty small. Yes. So we should not only have better pitchers, yep. but our existing pitchers should be 25, 30, 40% better. When you're going into a, a year, you should be looking at the players on your roster and what their typical years are, not just their most recent. Um, so like when you're looking at Nolan Arenado, he should be better next year than he was this year. Mm-hmm. He he was below his own standards offensively and defensively, and he'll be the first to tell you that. You should expect better from Nolan Arenado based on a long track record of success. At some point as you get older, the, the, the odds of you remaining the same do start sure. to diminish, yeah. but it doesn't mean that you're still going to be your worst. So Lance Lynn is an example. Lance Lynn was the worst he's ever been last year. He will probably not be that bad. It's very unlikely that he will be that bad. But the counter to that is, look what happened to Adam Wainwright. He was fine, 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 and all of a sudden, brrr, it just went away. That can happen as you get older, but more than likely, you'll be something closer to your norms. Makes sense. Yeah. So if you were amazing, you're probably going to come down to earth a little bit. Yeah. If you were crappy, you're probably going to come back up. 30 seconds left. Sonny Gray is a guy. Anything about him? Supposed to be like fun, nice guy. Everything I've ever heard about him is positive. No drama, good guy that's, you know, he's good with the press, good with fans. 
Um, I think you'll hear from him here at the bottom of the hour. I think everybody's going to kind of like what they hear if they're not familiar with him. Good dude. Very good. good afternoon. Great. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Great seeing you all again. Um, obviously, we're here for one reason, and, and that's to introduce Sonny Gray as a St. Louis Cardinal. I think back to about Sonny Gray, and I remember back in 2011 when he was pitching at Vanderbilt, how we had a lot of interest in trying to draft him in the first round. Unfortunately, he was chosen before we got to pick and uh, ended up being drafted by Oakland. So, you know, it's kind of come full circle, and that's kind of cool. And um, there were mo- a couple times we actually tried to trade for him, too, along the way. So, so here we are. And, you know, people may ask, like, why do you sign Sonny Gray? Um, he's a competitor. He's always looking to improve. He's aggressive. He fits this ballpark perfectly, and most importantly, he wanted to be a Cardinal. So when I think back to this process, I want to thank Bo McGinnis, his agent. He was patient. Um, I tried to walk through the timeline and how we wanted to do this. Um, we were hoping to be able to sign a couple of pitchers that we knew we could count on innings for, and then if we were able to accomplish that, then we were hoping to do something a little bigger, a little longer, and obviously that's where Sonny fits in. So I want to thank Mr. DeWitt, ownership, for being patient, for um, supporting us, to giving this, us this opportunity to sign Sonny. Um, we entered this offseason with one simple goal, and that was pitching, pitching, pitching. And uh, I'd say so far, so good. And, you know, as I reminded all of you guys last week that this isn't about – being done or being finished. This is about um, addressing our needs and, and doing something that we felt we needed to do. And so getting adding three guys to our rotation we think is important. Uh, we still know there will be competition in spring training, but there's still two months left in this offseason. We understand there's still some work to do. And, um, you know, 
the offseason's fluid. And so I just think um, we're going to take our time, reassess where we are, and certainly see if there's other ways that we can still improve before we get down to Jupiter. So at this time, I'd like to introduce Sonny Gray as a St. Louis Cardinal. So thank you. Here and uh, get a photo here. We'll send out your ticket jacket if you want. All right. Yeah, the awkwardness. Yeah. 54. I like it. <laughs> Last request, right? <laughs> yeah, last one. Ooh. All right. Up to you on the hat. I'll put the hat on. I like hats. <laughs> we'll do the hat, do our handshake. Do the right thing, right? Turn the floor over. <laughs> Looks cool. good. Congrats, man. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. The floor's yours. The floor's mine. Um, I don't have anything prepared or anything, but um, I mean, Mo's right. I uh, going into this thing, I wanted to be a cardinal. Um, that started probably a little over a year ago. Um, it's a place that every time I've come here as a visitor, I've, um, I've looked at the stadium and I've said, wow, this place is, this place is incredible. Um, I looked around the seats and I've seen the fans and the fans continue to show up and they support this team. And then you, you talk around the league and you talk around different guys who have been all over the place. And um, everybody raves about St. Louis, um, the Cardinals, um, the fans, the, how the fans support you, how the fans are hard on you, how the, how the fans expect, expect you to win, expect greatness, which is something that as a player, as a competitor, that's something that you, that you want, especially for me, where I am in my career is, um, is I want to win. I want to win. I, coming to an organization like St. Louis, uh, the tradition, just walking in here this morning, uh, you're kind of walking around and you're seeing everything and you see the history right, right when you walk in, going into the clubhouse. The history's there. The feel is there. Um, it's, it's, just a, it's just a baseball town and a baseball city and, and, and a place that, that I'm more, I, I'm thrilled, thrilled to be able to come and be a part of it. Um, I, I think that, as, as Mo was saying, pitching, 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 that's something that I, pitching is something that I love to do. Um, winning is something that I love to do. Um, creating a pitching culture, um, working with other pitchers on a staff, pushing each individual pitcher on a staff to get better, uh, that's something that, that's something that I, I truly, truly enjoy. Um, you want to talk about changing a, I mean, the, the, changing a, a, a pitching culture, or creating and establishing a strong pitching culture. I think you bringing in, bringing Lance, bringing Kyle, bringing me. Um, you want to talk about creating an edge, um, having some intent and some fire to the guys who take the ball. Um, you're definitely doing that, and I think you guys, if you followed me at all. You definitely have probably seen that, and if you haven't, then you'll see it very soon. Um, but you want to talk about someone who takes the ball and has an edge, you'll see it. Um, and, and that's it. Like I said, I do, I do want to thank everyone involved, 
throughout this process. It's a place, like I said, it's a place that me and my family, we, we, we truly, truly wanted, wanted to be here. And, and, and we're glad that it worked out and, and, we, and, we, and we get to be here. So um, very, very excited to be a Cardinal and um, very excited to get this thing started. So anybody have any questions? Done. Can you talk about um, the fire and where it comes from? Was born with it? Um, I think you're born with it. I, I do. Now, having having an eight-year-old and a five-year-old and watching them compete on a day-to-day -day basis, um, I think you're born with that competition and that fire. Um, but I also think it's something that that you continue to improve. I, I think that's a being a competitor and, and, and having an edge and, and, and something that's that's something that you work on on a daily basis. Just the same amount of throwing a curveball, throwing a slider, throwing a fastball. It's something that that is practiced. It's something that you definitely have or you don't. But it's something that when things matter to you, winning matters to me, pitching matters to me. Then the best the best part, the best version of yourself just just naturally shows up. Um, I love competing. I absolutely love competing. I, I love taking the ball. I love having that me versus the hitter. I, I, I love I love doing that. It's something that I, I genuinely love doing. Um, and it carries throughout a staff. It, it carries from one person to the next to the next. And when you start putting super, super intense competitors with an edge and with a fire, um, and you start stacking those guys up, then then you're you're putting yourself in a good position to have success. Sonny, you said you wanted to be here. How does that play out with your age? Do you tell them, hey, make sure they know? Like, what if other teams are coming after you? How do you balance it? Um, <laughs> um, Delicately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you could been a fly on the wall or anything in the last week, um, I said before this thing, um, I was talking to Bo, and um, there's a couple of places that I wanted to be, and St. Louis was at the forefront of that. Um, but then there is still a balance, right? You still have to um, go through the process and see kind of what presents itself. And St. Louis wasn't the first team to to reach out and 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 contact us and do this thing. We were moving along with other teams, you know, and thinking. And then you start seeing yourselves in different situations. Um, you're like, okay, yeah, that would be, you know, that's. And then you do finally get a call, and you get intrigued. Um, you move down the road, and and then once it becomes clear, um, it's it's a place you do. I, I did tell Bo um, that this is that that this is the place. Um, let's let's make it work, and then. I don't know a lot of I don't know if a lot of free agents say this, but it's just who I am. It's just it's just just who I am. You'll get to know me. Um, I said, hey, money's not the ultimate factor. This isn't the ultimate factor. Um, being closer to home, being on a competitive, winning culture, um, being in a place that you want to be. All those things definitely did matter to me. And like I said, when St. Louis called, it was it, it made this thing um, seem a lot more plausible. And then we were able to to work through it and get it done. And 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Well, Sonny Mo, thank Bo for his patience. Also, probably in that is your patience as well as they work through other things. Did, did the signings as you saw Lance and Kyle go final? Did that increase your intrigue? Did you kind of see what was, what they were building toward? Um, I um, we hadn't. And I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not. We hadn't talked to the Cardinals um, before that. Um, but then seeing Lance sign, Kyle sign, um, coming here, then you know, like, okay, you, there is, you are going to be working with on a day-to-day -day basis guys who have been around, guys who, who have had a lot of experience and a lot of success in this league, which that interest, that's, that's intriguing. That interests me. Um, be able to to work with guys who have been there and done it, uh, be able to bounce ideas back with that with, with those guys, but also being able to to relate to some guys, being able to I mean, it's going to be we're going to get to know each other on the staff, but we're also going to we're going to we're going to push each other. We're going to have to push each other. We're going to we're going to be we're going to have to be there for each other on a day to day basis. We're going to have to turn this thing into getting a really good understanding of each other and what makes the other what makes it move for the other person how to how to how to push the other person how to i mean it's it's a it's a it's an all a thing that we're gonna that we'll work through but it's all like guys who want to be at a place and guys who still have that edge to them and guys who still want to go out there and compete and can still believe in themselves and can still go out there and dominate baseball games i, I mean we have guys that can do it um I, I'm, a, I'm also a little bit of a rambler, so I don't. I, I'm honestly forgot your question. No, no, no. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it has been one of the, those additions. I mean, that made it more appealing. But I guess that that maybe the better question is: Was there anxiety during that time going? Are the Cardinals ever going to win? How long am I going to have to wait? Um. No, there wasn't because you're also going through it, and it just it just plays out how it's going to play out, and it's just. It's it's just it's just going to be what it's going to be. Um, so you're envisioning when you're talking to these other teams, you're, you're going for me at least. You're going through these other situations, and you're saying, A, are we going to win? B, is it going to be a good situation for me and my family? Those are the things that you kind of start with me. So then when you're going through the other teams. You know, you're 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 just kind of siphoning through a lot. I mean, it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed going through the free agent process. I, I truly did. There were there was a ton of anxiety, a ton of stress. A kind of. I mean, you're making a decision and a commitment to a place, but that place is also making a commitment to you. So it, it definitely goes both ways there. Um, but going through it, it's just you know. But it is a. It is a. A big decision, um, but when the Cardinals called and when we started going down the road, the decision just started to get clear and clear and clear, and it, and it, it became an easy decision. Um, and that's how you know it's right uh, when it just when it just becomes an easy decision, a clear decision to make, and uh, one that checks all the boxes for me. Sonny, did you have to look at last year's finish for them, which was surprising around here? You have to look at that and say, I know they're going to be able to bounce back quick. I believe, um, I did see it, um, but I, I believe, I believe in the front office. I believe in the organization. I believe in the culture. 
Um, I believe in the fans. I believe in the city. Um, I believe in the traditions that have been created here. Um, if you look at it, I don't think the Cardinals have had a losing season since 2007. Correct. Since 2007. So it's not a place that accepts losing. Losing is not an option. It's not a place that you just say, oh, the Cardinals are, you know, they're going to go through this thing. It's just, it just doesn't happen here. Um, so I believe in that. I believe in traditions. I believe in, in longevity. I believe in, I mean, you're going to not have a losing season since 2007. You've got a strong culture. You've got, a, you've got an incredibly strong foundation. You've got good people. Um, I believe the winning culture is still here. Um, it just didn't happen last year. But I, I believe it, it, it's still here, and it's been here for a long time. John, how early did you know that this was going to happen, that you were going to pursue it? Was it in the summer when you knew he was going to be a free agent, or when? Well, I do remember that game he pitched against us in August, and he kind of shoved it <laughs> against us. So <clears throat> that was certainly something I, we, we do remember. But, like, I mean, obviously he was having a lot of success. We were following that. Um, you know, you, you, you hate to, like, start thinking about your roadmap for how to get better during, like, in August. But, um, you know, obviously when we hit the off season, we knew that he was going to be someone of high interest. Um, you know, you go back to the general manager meetings. We met with Bo. Um, you know, he was very clear with us on, you know, what Sonny's expectations were, and that was good. And then the real question became more of the timing. Like, how do we accomplish what we felt like we needed to accomplish and do it in an order where the music didn't stop and we weren't left standing? So, you know, we certainly feel pretty good about where we are today because we were able to add these three arms and we, we think about, you know, the type of makeup that they'll add to our culture, the type of character these guys bring. I mean, that's important, and um, it, will, it, it will be a difference maker. So you, you're talking about the dynamic within the pitching staff that sort of goes to the edge, that sort of a hidden group, though. Why is that such an important thing to you? It seems like it's an important thing to you, and is that just from past experience, or what makes that such a, uh, a factor? Um, I, I, I've, I've been fortunate throughout my career to be on some really, really good staffs, and... Um, and, and you in in those staffs you you have it you you have um you have it you you have to be able to push each other you have to be able to challenge each other you have to be able to call each other out you have to be able to to lean on one another when 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 a when a when a member of your of your staff is feeling some type of way you've got to be there for them but you've also got to be there for them when they're feeling the other type of way, uh, you got to bring them down. You got to push them up. But I expect the, those guys to do the same thing for me. Um, you have to you have to instill the utmost confidence in yourself if you want to go out there and be successful. Uh, you you can't just you can't just go into this thing and you can't ha you can't be a good pitcher and you can't have success and you can't be a good staff if you just kind of like if you don't believe it if you don't. If you don't, if you're just kind of halfway in, you're gonna you're gonna get halfway results. I mean, it's just it's just what I believe in. It's just who I am. It's just how I live my life. It's it's just I don't know. It's just it's just who I am, and it just it just comes out when I get in when I get around baseball and when I when I when I talk baseball or when I when I pitch and when I do stuff. I mean, you you have to. It, it takes a lot. Like it takes a lot to to be great and. I also know that one pitch you, 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 one pitcher doesn't make a team 
win. You've you got to have everyone. Um, You've got to have every guy on the staff, staff, bullpen. You've all got to be you've all got to be pulling in the same direction and have a common goal and have a common belief. And I, I, I'm a big believer in like me versus you having that mentality, having that, like having that, like you won't see me, you won't see me take the ball out there. And, and some, some people do, that's not how, that's not who I am. Some, you won't see me out there taking the ball and, and smiling to the, to the hitters and telling them like, how you doing? Like, you know, hope you, had a good night or whatever, right? <laughs> it's just not. You're gonna you're gonna see the you. That's the complete opposite. I I, um, I believe in the competition. I believe in the competition of the pitter of the of the hitter and the pitcher, um, and then the catcher as well. Like that relationship, that all is that all is incredibly important. You, you've gotta you've gotta be willing to to be in the fight together as a whole unit as a staff as every like when Lance pitches you you have to be invested in the, into that game um, when Miles pitches you're invested into that game I'm invested into his outcomes I'm invested into what we've worked on throughout the week seeing it translate and if it's not being able to to know that hey we've we collectively have all put in put in the work to to have success. So now I'm here. I'm I, I'm going to be here for you. You're going to be here for me when it when it plays out. And when it doesn't, and if it doesn't, then everybody then then we'll we'll continue to figure it out. So it's it's like you invested into each other because you're around each other so much. You you see the work that that they're putting in. So now when it's time, you also have to be there to support each and every person on the staff in, in different ways it's a I mean it truly is like a, a, a brotherhood a, a bond that that everyone just has with each other did you, you talk to an existing uh, player in the roster before you made your final decision um a current player like existing means or, current yeah, or a past player before you made your decision so I've been in touch with Wainwright um quite a bit um i i have been in touch with a few other players as well um and so i've been talking into making a decision easy every player raved about st louis every player in every aspect of what goes into this you know like all the things not just the baseball things so um i i uh I was in touch with with a, with a few people. Yes. What's been the key to how you've evolved over the course of your career? We've seen you do different things at different times, and to have like a season like you did last year, um, how you've changed and, and grown and improved over the course of your career. We see some guys not able to do that. Right. Um, I've understood the technology aspect of it I've been able to incorporate that into my game um, I, I I think the main reason is I just it's just there's always something next right there's always something there's always something more 
there's you can always be better at something when it comes to pitching. Uh, if you if you're not constantly trying to improve, then then you're not going to improve. I, I, I mean, there's always something, right? There's there's always something that. that I believe there's always something to chase when it comes to, to getting better. And to, there's, always, there's always a direction to go. There's always something else that you can do better. There's always something that you can do better. And um, I just try to look for those things um, throughout my career of what I can, what, what can I be better at? What can I be better at? What can I be better at? But remembering what you're already great at. This is what I'm great at, but what can I be better at? Um, I just think evolving over that wanting wanting to be good i never wanted to be one of those guys too that like that got to a point in their career and then you just kind of like stay there and like you see all those guys who like who are like okay and they're they do good and then they get to a point and then they just kind of like stay the same or just kind of get a little worse and it's kind of like oh let's just call it and you know be good with it nah, i don't like that um I never, I, I never, I mean, yes, because there's, there's been so many guys who go through their career and continue to get better, and those are the guys that I watch, and those are the guys that I follow, um, and that's who, I mean, that's, that's who I envision me being, and that's who I have been. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 